0: Welcome to the review crew.
1: With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran. Toddler mom, baker, millennial. Welcome to the new year with the review crew.
0: Welcome. It's Emma, the other co-host. Aspiring, minimalist person going through IVF. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show.
1: Yeah. Um, How was your new year? Um... (laughs) <laughs> Not great.
0: <laughs> no, I just it's Woo! just funny because like it's like we've been doing the IVF like injections for a little bit over a week now. We started mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. Woo! Merry um, Christmas. Yeah. Um, but like the worst day that I've had in this period was New Year's Eve Day. So unfortunately that was a bad day for me. So I didn't have a good New Year's Eve. That sucks. But other than that. I've been okay. How was your New Year's Eve?
1: Hopefully that's like you're leaving because you're leaving the worst days in 2022. Exactly. Maybe, hopefully that's what that is. And I
0: actually, yeah, I did wake up the next morning like feeling better. So I was like, oh, New
1: Year, feeling better. Everything's good. New Year, New You. It's yeah. gonna be Perfect. Um, No, my New Year's was good. We had New Year's Eve with friends. Um, Sylvia woke up at like quarter to midnight um, or no, she woke up at like 1130, I think and Stephen went to bounce her to sleep, she was not, I went in there after like 15 minutes and I was like, Oh, I'll like nurse her back to sleep. Maybe she was absolutely not falling asleep at all. Um, and I was like, well, we have friends over and I want to be awake for the new year cause I already stayed up this long and I'm hella tired. So like, I'm not going to miss this. So then I just took her out into the living room with our friends. Um, and she just like hung out with us for like an hour <laughs> And, like, still, like, Stephen, I think, had to spend, like, 30 minutes bouncing her to sleep. She was just, like, not having it. Um, But, yeah, I got to do a little midnight celebration with the baby, too. That's fun. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate
0: w- that she woke up, but, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was actually, it was very cute because it's, cause she was, like, yelling at us in the room when we were trying mm. to put her to sleep. But as soon as we came out with people and stuff, then she just, like, wanted to be snugly on the couch and then, like, walked around and was, like... Interacting with people, hanging out—it was just like a few like close friends, Um, and uh, yeah. So it was—it was nice. It was nice. That's really cute. Wait, can I tell you about my New Year's Eve day? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: So we woke up. We went to the farther fertility clinic because it was, Mm -hmm. you know, the weekend slash a holiday. Mm -hmm. So go there. We wait for a long time. We get our blood. I get my blood drawn, ultrasound, Mm -hmm. Um, and then we come home. I lay in bed most of the day first of all I'm already crying I'm crying on the ride home from the place because this was just a day where I was feeling very emotional you know they tell you emotional turbulence is like a side effect of uh, IVF Mm -hmm. and I really hadn't experienced that up until that day Mm. but everything was making me cry listen to a sad song on the train made me cry yeah um i clicked on someone's instagram link in their profile and it was a link to a gofundme for a 28 year old with cancer extremely sad um also so that was upsetting Mm -hmm. everything was upsetting so then i was like laying in bed just like super uncomfortable because my abdomen is uncomfortable guys Mm -hmm. that's kind of the thing yeah. And then I was also just having a huge, huge anxiety spiral about getting pregnant and IVF. And I basically spent the rest of the day reading my book, which is also about someone like trying to get pregnant who's infertile. Mm-hmm. And then I, we went to bed a little bit before midnight and mm-hmm. it was fine. Right. Yeah, so it wasn't a party vibe we didn't even watch freaking Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen which I wanted to mm. it was literally the oh and also in between sorry in the evening we did all of our shots um, mm-hmm. which I think that was the night that we had a really hard time with the shots we got some air into the syringes and uh. we had to call the like emergency like, line for our <laughs> fertility clinic so Dude. it was a great
1: night god god it's damn nice. thank you, you for listening to that you need you need a trip to the bunny planet my dude you need dude. a trip to the bunny planet it you're, you're familiar with bunny planet
0: no wait remind me
1: okay for you and for the listeners it's a series i didn't actually grow up with but steven did and now we have for sylvia it's called, like the bunny planet it's, like children's book series but it's basically, like, it's always bunnies. It's like a kid bunny having a really shitty day. Like, they go to school, and then they throw up because they got sick in front of the class. Aww. They, like, forgot their lunch. Their mom didn't pick up the phone, so they had to sit in the nurse's office for two hours. They had to take get a shot at the doctor's <laughs> office. Like, they have a terrible day. And then the queen from, of the bunny planet, whose name is Janet, flies down and takes them to the day that should have been. And it's like, you woke up in a field of flowers, and then we did all these nice things. So whenever we're having really horrible days, we say we need a trip to the bunny planet to redo our day properly. Mm, yeah. And you well, need a trip to the bunny planet. That sounds fucking horrible.
0: It was bad, but guys, other days have been better. So
1: that I'm thankful for. Yeah, that. leave that shit in 2022. I'm sure there will be no bad days or discomfort in this coming year. <laughs> <We'll> just, <laughs> we're leaving it behind. Um, yeah. so we leave leaving it behind. So I really wanted to maybe spend this episode or a good check of this episode um sort of instead of maybe rating specific things we can obviously do that if you want to but of like basically what are some things that we're gonna rate zero and leave behind for 2022 and what are we rating what are the oncoming tens for us in 2023
0: this is a great question and i'm so hoping that you have some on the top of your mind because (laughs) i
1: didn't prepare for this but i have one but i have one but are you do you have a good one um i mean i have a number of them they're not particularly um you know okay well why don't i start with one because yeah. it's also kind of relevant to my night last night that i wanted to talk about um and this uh what time is it what time is that it's time while i'm on a man. it. okay so what i'm rating and this is not like an overall rating for all of time but this is now the rating for me breastfeeding zero wow for 2023 20, getting a full night's sleep 10 last oh, night i slept in the other room i breastfeed sylvia before she went to bed last night and then i was like we're gonna we're gonna wean this baby and so i slept in the other room so that she wouldn't night feed anymore because we're down to just night feedings it is part of her bedtime routine that i nurse her so i was like i and i was putting her to bed by myself so i was like i'm not fighting this fight yet mm-hmm. um but yeah, I nursed her to sleep and then I slept in the other room. So Stephen had to wake up with her at night and she was getting no nursing. And I'm going to tonight, I'm going to not nurse her before bed and I'm going to sleep in another room for a few nights.
0: That's awesome. Get that sleep. Wait, was she upset when she woke up in the middle of the
1: night? Oh, yeah, she was. I woke up a couple times because I could hear her screaming and she did not go to bed quickly. <laughs> she was very pissed at Stephen. The first time she woke up, um, I had sort of just recently fallen asleep. Stephen hadn't even gone to bed yet. And it's weird because like it's like she knew she knew that I was like not gonna come to bed because mm-hmm. she um it was like it's pretty normal like if especially if it's like before midnight and Stephen and I are both awake still that some like Stephen and I will take turns rocking her back to sleep so mm-hmm. if I go in then I'll nurse her but if Stephen goes in he just rocks her and like that happens all the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: so he went in to rock her to sleep and she apparently just kept pointing to the door saying Daddy which is what Aww. she calls me by the way. <laughs> Um, not what she calls Steven. (laughs) Um, so she was saying that and then he told her that I was sleeping in another room and then she started screaming. Um, and I think that she screamed for like 30 minutes. And so I just lay in the other room on our futon mattress, um, wide awake, listening to my baby cry, stressed out. (laughs) And then she woke up uh, one more time the night that I, that I was aware of that Steven had to rock her to sleep again, where she was also super upset. And I also woke up and just lay wide awake in bed for a little bit.
0: Um, damn, that's exciting
1: yeah. that you're that you're making moves. Yeah, we're doing we're doing the damn thing. I know, and it makes me like it makes me really sad because I do feel like it was this like this like bonding thing we got to do, but also it's like been breastfeeding for me. I think for for some people breastfeeding is like extremely wonderful. And for me, I would say it was neutral, very neutral sometimes bad and i feel like because i knew i wanted to wean her in the new year i've actually been enjoying it more the last like couple weeks because i'm like oh it's bonding time with my baby when she's snugly and sits in my lap but i'm like very ready to to fucking sleep through the night hopefully
0: yeah dude i really hope that you
1: do yeah i hope that that's the result and not just like that she is awake for lunch i mean i think in the beginning it's gonna be hard but um I'm hoping that by the end of this week, we're in, like, a new routine where she just, like, doesn't need to wake up and nurse herself to sleep. We can get her back to sleep by herself a little more.
0: Yeah. Wait, Fran. Fran, can Mm -hmm. we take a brief pause here? Wait, I want to check my cinnamon rolls. Yes.
1: Yes. Okay, they're looking. How do I tell, dude? How do I tell? Give them a little. Try and poke the doughy part. and How does it feel? Does it feel puffy or does it feel, like, just like dough? No,
0: hard and cold
1: okay leave that shit out leave that okay. shit out
0: but I don't it's sad because I don't have saran wrap so I'm using mm. foil so it's loud as fuck first of all for the recording but also I'm like is it gonna dry it out
1: no it shouldn't dry it out and if you're worried you can like sprinkle a little bit of water on it but as long as it's covered like cause you know people just you can also use like a damp dish towel if you're worried about it drying mm. out that I used help. a
0: dry dish
1: towel for the first rise that was a mistake well no, that's fine it happens okay i'm going back to lay like, down do we leave this in do we leave this part in <laughs>
0: guys i'm making um lemon cardamom cinnamon rolls that i made yesterday now i'm rising them you know i don't want them to be over approved mm-hmm. as they would say on the great
1: British baking show can't have it can't have that how would you um, rate lemon cardamom rolls that sounds really good
0: Typically, I rate them a 10 out of 10. I think they're delicious. So I've only made them twice before. It's my third try. So we'll see Mm -hmm. how these turn out. I've never done the overnight rise thing. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, I'm now back to lying on my couch because sitting up at a 90 degree angle is actually very uncomfortable when your ovaries are super enlarged from IVF.
1: Yeah. Okay. So maybe we can say, all right, sitting up at a 90 degree angle, that's a zero. We leave that in 2022. Yeah. No, I think just all the time. No one sit up anymore. It's fucking bullshit. It's time to lounge. It's True. time to relax. 10, lying down, reclining legs spread out. Everyone's man spreading in 2023.
0: It's, yes, it's like so embarrassing because now like on the subway in the doctor waiting room I have to just be like leaning back in a really like relaxed looking position because otherwise it's super uncomfortable for me but then I'm like mm-hmm. I look like just like super chilled out.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think that that's great. I think we need to bring a super chilled out energy to 2023. Being super Okay, that all right, I have another one that's sort of related to being super chilled out. Okay, yeah. If I get, but I don't want to like railroad over you. Why don't no. you have another? Okay, all right. So zero grinding your teeth at night. Yes, a thing that's I a do. Zero. Oh, it hurts time. to
0: even say. It hurts to even
1: say it and oh, hear the yeah. words. Yeah, and then I'm thinking a ten, maybe screaming before bed. This is my. I'm trying oh. to think of how to keep myself from grinding my teeth at night, and I'm like, maybe I just need a quick release of tension before bed. So that's my proposal. I think Wait. that we all. Did you try it? No, I haven't tried it yet. I'm ready. I'm ready to start. I'm ready to start. Well, if you want to do
0: a scream right now, I'll, garden state.
1: Oh, absolutely Go for it. I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) We're not garden stating this podcast.
0: Oh, I love that, though. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this TikToker who does, like, the daily scream, and I do love him. He doesn't just, like, scream, like, a sound. He does, like, an upsetting story from his day and just, like, kind
1: of yells it. Um, I love that. That's yeah, awesome. he's great. That's wonderful. Well, check him out, peeps. Check him right, out. Do you have a, what's a zero you want to leave behind and a ten we're bringing in? Well, here's the funny thing. Okay,
0: so I'd like to review a manapure, which is an IVF medication. And listen, if this works and I get pregnant from IVF, then mm-hmm. the manipure I write you 10 and a 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, otherwise. Year is 0 out of 10 because you sting like a bitch to inject. Ugh. Why do you sting? Like, here's the thing, okay? There's multiple injections for IVF, right? Mm-hmm. One of them, Gonol F, 10 out of 10. Because guess what? It's in like a pen format. Mm-hmm. You just attach a little needle. You twist a dial to your dose and you press the button to inject. I'm like, that's, that's what I pictured IVF injections mm-hmm. to be. Like, one push and your injection is in.
1: Yeah, that's how it then should be. Right
0: here, that is how it should be and then if on the other hand you have to mixy mix a little powder in the liquid you gotta draw it up into the thing you gotta attach the big ass uh, just like and then you inject it and it stings guys it fucking stings fuck so, that mixing yeah. your
1: own medicine also horrifying why is that part of
0: IVF I had no idea guys there's so much I did not know about IVF that I now know that it makes me upset because I feel like a lot of people, myself included, before starting this process was like, oh, yeah, IVF's like common. Like, yeah, you give yourself a shot. Like, I'm sure it's fine. Uh-huh. That's basically was my view of IVF prior to like being diagnosed with infertility. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so to realize that it's actually like three shots and you're mixing them and it's actually really stressful and you run out of spots on your stomach to use because your stomach is like hella bruised and oh. then you have to go fucking under anesthesia and have like surgery guys yeah to remove the eggs
1: i was shocked when i learned that it was like a full surgery that was happening when my yeah. friend first went through it it's crazy
0: yeah, they don't tell you that. And then also here's the thing that people think. People think IVF is a guarantee and that you definitely will get pregnant from it mm-hmm. when actually the odds of our pregn- us becoming pregnant from this first cycle of IVF are 47%. Mm-hmm.
1: That's our
0: chance of pregnancy, of live birth from this first cycle. Like Oof. that
1: could be a lot higher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's God. like it's not like, like that doesn't like – that isn't low, but that's also not high. I like it's, I feel like that's yeah. like I I wanna see this through rose-colored glasses for you because I want everything to go perfectly for you and to believe that it will all go perfectly all the time. But like if I were in your position, that's just truly not cutting it. This like this should be a 100
0: It should be a one hundred. I would accept 90. I would accept 95. Mm-hmm. to hear that it's actually 47 percent and then if we do three cycles of IVF, guys three cycles which is the maximum number that we can do with our insurance mm-hmm. in my entire life
1: mm-hmm.
0: our chances are like 73 like that's as high as the chances ever get <sighs> well it's a passing grade that's true Barely. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's all i have to say about that i'm sorry i'm really sorry that you're it's yeah to go through such a hellish process without any sort of guarantees or better odds is like really really frustrating i'm like this is why people believe in god is because sometimes yep. you just have to throw up your hands and be like well somebody else is in control
0: that is so true that is so 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 true mm-hmm. so i'd like to leave behind in 2022 any negative statistics about mm-hmm. fertility about IVF. Mm-hmm. And in 2023, I would like to be having pregnancy. Yeah, 100% success like. rates. That's what we're <laughs> yeah. 10 out of
1: 10 for 100% success rates that we'll be getting in 2023. Zero yeah. out of 10 for anything less than 100. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think that that's, I think that that's fair. Okay. Um, I mean, I have, other, I have other ratings that are, none of them are related to anything that we're, we're doing. By the okay way. Perfect, perfect um but I do want to <laughs> say there's a thing I was contemplating at work which I'm like zero out of ten to radical honesty zero out of 10 to radical honesty we're leaving it behind okay I love it though we're leaving okay, it behind I know well see here's the thing some of this stuff I also do love but I'm like no we're we're starting we're it's a new year new me leaving behind radical honesty um basically I'm like I feel like I've now gotten to know people at work which is like lovely, getting closer, making sort of friends. And I'm also just like, but I also don't want to be closer to anyone. I don't want to make any friends. And sometimes <laughs> I've given some constructive criticism to people and then they've been uh, very displeased with me. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so, you know, it's going to be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Maintaining an air of mystery. Oh, I love that. So- Except you know
0: what? I can't mm-hmm. do that, guys. I've been... Doing the radical honesty. I've been telling literally strangers on the street, I'm like, I'm doing IVF. Everybody feel bad for me.
1: (laughs) I literally meet people and I'm like, I'm doing IVF. (laughs) I think that's my, I love that. I love that for you. I love that for you. For me, I'm going to be trying. So I also can't maintain an air of mystery. It's actually a thing that's pretty physically impossible for me. I'm unable to tell the truth. I'm unable to not be telling the truth if someone asks me a direct question. I'm very bad at lying usually start blushing immediately if I try and lie even if it's a joke it's like not my thing so I'm like that's why I'm going to try and maintain an air of mystery which is like I'm just not going to give the full story so like you can still be telling everyone on the street you're doing IVF but like it's sort of like I'm like imagine giving out that information with like an aloof tone just being like yeah I'm just doing this yeah yeah aloof I love it I love it yeah I just sleep super well and just sort of let let the – I want there to be more gaps than there are spaces filled in.
0: Dude, okay, speaking of that, I saw a TikTok, guys.
1: As you know, I love to just retell TikToks. Mm-hmm. Um, where, I love it since I'm not on TikTok. So this is how yeah. I absorb TikTok culture.
0: It was a couple and they were like, yes, and we're sitting down for like our yearly um, – relationship talk and like we're gonna do this once a month actually so not yearly so monthly Mm. Um, and we're gonna sit down and just kind of like talk about these important questions and it was like the first one was like what do you love about me and then the second one was like how could I improve in our relationship and I was just imagining like Adrian honestly telling me how I could improve every single month I would be like (laughs) first of all it happened once I would be so upset yeah
1: yeah (laughs)
0: But to, like, sit down and be like, and now I'm going to give you
1: some constructive criticism on our relationship. Yeah, see, and this is what I'm saying. Fucking zero (laughs) out of ten to radical honesty. We're not doing it. We're not sitting down and having that conversation. No. We're maintaining an air of mystery. Mystery. Which (laughs) which is just sort of like, um, you know, you can have conversations about things. I think communication is very important in relationships. But what if we just hold back a little bit? So instead of, like, directly telling Steven exactly what I'm finding annoying about what he's doing, maybe just being like, Let's go for a walk instead. Let's remove ourselves from the situation, and I'm not going to address the situation at hand at all. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude, removing yourself from the situation—that's actually also a ten out of ten. That's what we need mm-hmm. in yeah.
1: yeah, getting involved out, <laughs> getting involved zero <laughs> out of ten. Removing yourself, ten out of ten.
0: Because this is how what I was thinking of. Like, okay, I was in in the pit of despair, right, on New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, mm-hmm. and guess what? Got me out of the pit of despair. Hmm.
1: It being a new day. That yeah. is the only cure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just it's a new day. <laughs> Embrace the new day. okay. okay, that's sort of related to another one I have, which is that um zero out of ten to talking about the eras that we're in. Mm, mm-hmm. ten out of ten embracing constant change at every moment minute to me. Mm,
0: mm, I love constant change. Yeah,
1: yeah. so like we're not we're not talking about I'm not in any era at any time because an era is a long time. I am constantly in movement. I am constantly changing and I like this for one second and then I like something else the next second. And that's where we're at now. Eras are over.
0: That. I feel like our Taylor Swift fans, friends are going to be upset, but I do agree with you there. Well, it's really important to grow. you that's know,
1: <laughs> Specifically into the things that I've decided are tense.
0: Uh, guys. All my reviews are going to be IVF. My whole fucking mind is IVF. My whole life is IVF currently. Every waking moment. But I'd like to review having the same nurse every time you go in for a blood draw. That Mm. is great. I give my stable, usual nurse, I give her a 10. She's great. Mm -hmm. I give, when you get unexpectedly, a new nurse... (laughs) I give mm-hmm. that a zero. I leave that behind. No yeah, new nurses. Fuck that. No new nurses.
1: Mm-mm. No substitutes. No mm, subs. only the good ones. Only the good nurses.
0: The good and the ones who are always there just to be stable. Let's have some yes. stability in 2020. Let's have some
1: stability. We embrace constant change in ourselves at every moment, yeah. but we em- embrace extreme stability in our medical <laughs> professionals. Exactly. In twenty twenty three, extreme
0: it? stability, guys. When I laugh, my literally oh my ovaries hurt. I just want to
1: no. that. No, it sucks. We don't like that. That's <sighs> horrible. That's horrible. It is. It is. Yeah. What? What else can we review? Um. Okay. I'm gonna say zero out of ten to dehydration. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm gonna say a ten out of ten to constantly peeing in the new year. Um, okay. I have a related review, so I'm interested to hear what you say okay I just was really dehydrated the other day I like didn't drink any water all day and then like straight up like my eyes were dry like by the end of the day of me being dehydrated all day like I was only in reflection realizing I basically drank no liquids like my eyes were fucking feeling sticky and dry I was just putting eye drops constantly in my eyes and then the next day I made a con like a conscious effort to drink a bunch of water and I had to pee like constantly at work like I was constantly taking breaks which was annoying so I was busy but I'm also like well, this is the only time I sit down during my work because I'm on my feet all day. So I'm embracing constantly peeing. And I'm leaving behind dehydration because I don't like when my eyes are dry.
0: Yeah, dude. I feel you on that. Um, Okay. I do like to be hydrated, but here's mm-hmm. a related story that's mm-hmm. going to be to review that. Yeah. Okay. So the other day. Adrian and I are on winter break. So we're like, okay, we're going to have this great day. We're going to watch Shoah, the documentary, the epic mm-hmm.
1: documentary about the Holocaust. You're like, I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> what if I watch something that's like truly devastating and painful and makes me cry constantly?
0: Exactly. Well, this was before I was doing
1: so bad. This was towards the kind of <laughs> earlier days of the idea. You're but like, anyway, I'm feeling so. good for the first time in a long time. I'm going to watch this devastating documentary.
0: We're like, okay, we're going to watch Shoah. We're going to mm-hmm. go to the Museum of Jewish Heritage and Mm -hmm. as an added bonus they have a restaurant there and you can get some great jewish food so we're like this is a perfect day we've never been to this museum before Mm -hmm. so okay we watch an hour of shoah it's obviously devastating then we go to the museum Mm -hmm. okay we're there for a little bit guys we're there for just Mm -hmm. a little bit when i get a call from our fertility clinic that's like how far are you away from your home? And, like, can you get Mm-mm. home ASAP? <laughs> because you need to do this medication injection, like, right now, unexpectedly. So that was stressful. That's one thing that was stressful, right? So unexpected I can't imagine urgency. anything worse than that. Yeah. Unexpected, urgent phone calls from your doctor, that's a zero.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, then, here's the thing, guys. I was taking that phone call in the middle of the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> okay. In the exhibit about the Holocaust. Just me on my cell phone. Okay. And it wasn't a quick phone call, guys. It was seven minutes long. And the long one. During that phone call, I needed to ask the nurse on the phone about the color of my urine. Yes, <laughs> I did. So I had to ask her. I was like, listen, doc, the urine is bright neon yellow. Is that a problem? Mm-hmm. Um, and what she said is to drink more water. But here's the thing I wanted to review. Mm-hmm. I actually was fully hydrated. And if anyone questions my hydration, that's a 0 out of 10 for me because obviously yeah, get you out don't know. Town. I drink water like constantly i love the taste of water i'm always drinking water Mm -hmm. morning
1: the shape of water
0: the shape of water (laughs) is you actually drinking cold water is a 10 out of 10 for me and Mm -hmm. so if someone questions my judgment and thinks actually maybe you're just dehydrated i'm like no bitch i'm not dehydrated (laughs) i'm always hydrated
1: i'm always hydrated i'm always peeing
0: and that wouldn't I would like if I was dehydrated to the point where my pee was neon yellow. You don't think I would have thought to myself, huh, I guess I should drink some water.
1: (laughs) And also, it's like not drinking water doesn't make your pee neon. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Like, that's not what that's so annoying. Oh, God. how many people were in the exhibit with you when you had to take this phone call?
0: So, in you know, it's like rooms with, like, open doors on each side, right? You've been, mm-hmm. to, you've been to a museum. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've seen. I've, I've, I've met her a couple times. So during, like, the bulk of the conversation, it was just me and Adrian in this area. And I think there was one person in there who walked out. <laughs> yeah. But I'm really sorry to the Jewish Heritage Museum. And I if I could have moved out of the museum to take the phone call, I would have. But my phone was losing the signal if I moved. So I just had to stand
1: and take it. Dude, it's just, I can't, I can't imagine a worse place to take that phone call. That sucks so hard. But you obviously did the right thing. You needed to just be there on the phone dealing with your medical stuff.
0: I had to take it, guys. I had to take the call. Mm
1: -hmm. You can't call these people back. If you've ever interacted with a doctor's office, you know, you can't call back. Literally, I just tried to fucking call to get, like, I had to reschedule Sylvia's well baby checkup for 18 months because we were sick when it was first scheduled mm-hmm. and I had to call kaiser or have them call me back like four different times just to reschedule this shit that theoretically you can do online but online if I tried to reschedule it through the advice line where they have people available all the time or online I couldn't get an appointment with her regular doctor at all and I would have to wait until either the end of January or March. And I'm like, well, it's not really an 18 month checkup visit the end of January or March, which is like two months after I was supposed to do it. Um, and so like I had to, I scheduled that appointment it was all that was available. And then I contacted the doctor's office and then they had to call me. And then I, but I didn't get the phone call because Sylvia was napping. And I had to call them back. Um And then they tried to just send me right back to the advice line when I called the direct oh list office number, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they made, dude. they told me to call this. They told me to call this number to schedule it. And they were like, oh, and I finally got one in for this week. Wait, this is so annoying.
0: This is extra sad because you definitely missed a call from them, like while we were recording the last episode of the pod. Just I recall,
1: I oh, recall yeah, distinctly. That's what, that's what it was. That uh, sucks, dude. <laughs> no, I just had to call them back a bunch of times. It was fine. Her doctor's appointment is scheduled for this week. And also it is truly non-urgent, but I am just like, why, yeah, they just like have certain medical appointments they only have available to be scheduled, like they leave stuff open to only be scheduled by the office and you can't schedule it through Kaiser's website or their advice line. And so like, I don't know, it was just very confusing and annoying. But yeah, so definitely you got to just take the call. You got to take the call.
0: Yeah, for sure, dude. Oh, I have another review of that I just thought of yeah yeah I recommend having a mocktail in a wine glass guys get you some pomegranate juice get you some sparkling water mix them in a wine glass and have it as like a little treat that's fun a wine glass really elevates the experience of any drink
1: okay I would say so zero to drinking out of cups yeah 2022 2023 we're doing 10s we drink out of wine glasses only now
0: i was gonna say zero to drinking alcohol because that's been my opinion for like several years now
1: <laughs> but
0: um everyone can make any decision for themselves but i you do know. enjoy a mocktail
1: <laughs> all right so uh, zero to alcohol 10 out of 10 two mocktails um i will still be engaging with that zero but i can embrace that that is its rating <laughs> exactly it's just
0: everyone's got their own journey
1: that's true. And I'm hoping, especially with the ceasing of breastfeeding, that my journey is a little more alcoholic this year. <laughs> nice. Um, but we did, I would say, on New Year's on New Year's Day, Sylvia loves a little mocktail is what we're calling it, which is where we just squeezed a lime wedge into her water in her sippy cup. Oh, like, Speaking of dehydration, Sylvia – Sylvia is never dehydrated. Like she does drink enough liquid, um, I can tell, because of how much she pees all the time. Um but uh, she will sometimes just, like, refuse to drink water for, like, eight hours. Mm. And that stresses me out. Even though I know it's, like, she's a healthy baby, she will at some point drink water. And I need to stop stressing it. Like, she doesn't have medical issues around this. She's fine. Let it go. She'll drink water when she wants to drink water. But, you know, she's in her, like, insolent toddler phase. Yeah. But the girl loves a spindrift. She loves a bubbly mm. water. She loves a flavored water. And so sometimes if we just squeeze a little lime wedge into her sippy cup for New Year's Eve, she's chugging <laughs> that thing. She's getting hydrated. Yes. She's she a girl after my own heart. That's <laughs> yes. fun. So if we were yeah, she's get she was having her mocktail out of a sippy cup. Unfortunately, they do not make baby wine glasses I know of. And if they do, I'm not ready for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot. Um, <laughs> Are you on the milk train? Because I know you were telling me milk is a
1: big thing. Oh, to give to give the
0: babe. To give the babe milk.
1: We like okay. A cow. So Sylvia did not like milk for a long ass time, Refused to drink it. And then okay, but I've recently retried to offer it to her. And occasionally mm-hmm. she'll pick it up and just like chug the whole thing. So we do give her milk from time to time. But we're definitely not giving her the recommended amount of milk. But the girl loves cheese, so I'm like, well, she's getting her milk. She's getting, nice. and she loves butter. She will eat, give her a piece of bread with, like, a fat pat of butter on it. <laughs> and um, assuming she would kind of, like, you know, she might eat some of the butter off, would eat some of the bread. But she managed, I didn't, like, spread it in well enough. Mm-hmm. And she just peel. she managed to just peel off the pat of butter perfectly and then just <laughs> ate it and then handed me her bread again <laughs> for more. That's great. That's yeah. a good style. So we're more so I, zero out of 10 to milk, 10 out of 10 to butter and cheese, which is how yeah. we'll be getting our calcium.
0: And that's a true I mean, that's my true review of those things also.
1: Yeah, milk is like I mean, I like milk in my coffee. And I like milk for baking with. But, like, I don't need to drink a glass of milk when I can just have something
0: else. Here's what I'm here to tell you, guys. Milk in your coffee,
1: 0 out of 10. Half <sighs> and half in your mm. coffee, 10 out
0: of 10. I never thought it was worth the splurge, guys. It's worth the splurge. You need the half and half for the coffee.
1: Yeah. Half and half in coffee is pretty delightful. I don't know. I think because the amount of dairy that i want in my coffee is a lot and so i'd Mm. rather have like a lot of milk if it's milk it can't be just a splash i need either just a splash of half and half or i need a lot of milk and we've been doing a lot of milk as our go-to
0: see i would do a lot of half and half but i don't like cold or lukewarm coffee so i have to keep it to a minimum you know oh we heat up we heat up the milk every day okay that's nice that's because
1: i'm with you on that steven will like have our leftover coffee in the coffee pot and like just put cold milk in it and drink a lukewarm or cold coffee and I'm just like and sometimes he'll ask me if I want that and I'm like no because I'm not a (laughs) pervert zero out of ten to old cold coffee ten out of ten to refreshing your coffee with scalding hot milk or half and half to refresh it I love that yeah it's a beautiful a beautiful milky thing um what was I I felt like I had something more related to well, that. But maybe guys,
0: not. I'll just tell you a funny joke while you're thinking, which is mm-hmm. not a funny joke at all, but I thought was very funny. <laughs> is the coffee I've been drinking is like half calf? It's like half caffeine, right? Mm-hmm. And I like it with half and half. So, <laughs> Adrian, I was like, Adrian, can you make me a coffee? Like, because we're going to the fertility clinic this morning, and I'm like, I want a half, a half and half and half, <laughs> a half <laughs> and half and half.
1: I love that. I uh, love that. I think um, okay, zero out of ten to just sort of like calling an item by its name. Yeah, leave that in twenty twenty two. In twenty twenty three, we create small rhymes and new names for all of the things that we like.
0: Oh, I love a funny name. I love a rhyming name.
1: Yes. I love a joke. Mm-hmm. I love it. We love a joke here on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have um another. I have another unrelated um. Tw- zero to 10 comparison okay i love it so this is from my working uh, i'm always i'm i'm usually i'm always the first person at work so i always connect to the to the bluetooth speaker and i'm bumping my music and i'm always trying to figure out something to keep me keep me upbeat so i'm gonna say zero out of ten we're leaving we're leaving in 2022 any sort of experimental type interesting music and I would say 10 out of 10 in 2023, we're embracing dance remixes. <laughs> yes. I found a, I was looking up like New Year's playlist for when I was working on New Year's Eve and I found a dance, it was just like a dance pop uh, playlist. And it was just like a million remixes of like disco songs and just like putting a fat bass over sort of any sort of like 80s pop song, 90s pop songs, just like it was great. And I'm like, dance remixes are life. This is what we do now.
0: They are. I love that. I we've been we were doing some dance songs during the IVF shots and it does make it a lot more fun. That's great. That's great. Unless it spirals out of control and then you have to stop the music and then you're in silence in pure terror.
1: Yeah. That's I'm <laughs> that is that's a, that's a rough spot. That's a rough spot to be in. But I get that. I feel like as soon as I become stressed, I need no I cannot have any stimulation, no sensory stimulation may happen around me that is not directly related to what I'm doing. Like, there cannot be excess sounds, there cannot be excess, like, touch, there cannot be excess, like, lights. If I'm really focused or stressed, I'm like, dim the lights, turn off the music, don't fucking touch me, I'm doing the thing.
0: Exactly, exactly. I feel the exact same way. Mm
1: -hmm. I feel like it's been a, it's been a thing. For Stephen and I in our relationship where I get stressed out and he'll try and hug me and I get pissed and I tell him to not touch me or come near me um, and that is our constant our constant struggle was uh, him wanting to comfort me and me demanding to not be comforted <laughs> wait
0: I had a great so- heard a great song about that that was like it's this person whose voice sounds exactly like Adrienne Lenker from Big Thief and her name's like Jacqueline Shanklin or something
1: it's like <laughs> It's like two G's. It definitely is Adrian Lanker and it's like a fake name. (laughs) I'm Jadrian Janker,
0: actually. Uh, But the chorus of this song is like, I don't want to be touched all the time. I raised my body up to be mine.
1: Anyway, it just reminded me of that. That sounds great. That's how I feel. That's how I feel all the time. Yeah, Zero (laughs) out of ten to being touched in 2022. (laughs) Ten out of ten to nobody fucking touch me in 2023. <laughs> I
0: love that. That's how I feel currently about my entire abdomen. I'm like, it cannot touch anything. I have like I have like a defensive like stance mm-hmm. like around male whole like
1: abdomen. Good. As it should <laughs> be. You need like a I'm like, it's like you need like to have like an inner tube on at all time, but then one that also manages to like a floating inner tube that doesn't touch you either. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. I need a floating inner tube. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I need. Um, also I thought of a review, guys. Mm-hmm. Just want to leave behind in 2022 um when your landlord looks at you and asks <laughs> if you're pregnant.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dude, fuck that.
0: I couldn't believe this. This was before we started IVF medication. So there was I was literally not, I had no excuse. We're mm-hmm. looking pregnant whatsoever. I was just my normal <gasps> self, and he looked at me and asked if I was pregnant. So that was really fun, and then he proceeded to hang out in my house for like the next hour, hour and a half. What? Because right. he was he was working on some stuff, but still, I was like, you need to leave now. <laughs>
1: yeah that's fucking horrible okay wait so what's the 10 out of 10 that we have sort of in parallel to the this? 10 out
0: of 10 is being pregnant and someone can ask you if you're pregnant and i'd say yes hell yes <laughs> okay
1: okay <laughs> Yep, yeah, that's what we're looking forward to that's what we are looking forward to yeah dude fuck your landlord that sucks so hard
0: so funny that's so funny Disgusting. also i'd like to leave behind which okay i'm reading knocking me knocking myself up by mm-hmm. michelle T. actually a really good book do recommend it mm-hmm. and something i can relate to her a lot about is she's like going through fertility treatments and she's like i look for it uh, even though mm-hmm. i'm obviously not and i'm like girl same mm-hmm. because the mm-hmm. ivf stuff literally does make you look like you have a big tummy because it like enlar- it bloats you and enlarges your abdomen whatever mm. This was unrelated to the landlord thing. That was before this, like I said, Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) that was unrelated. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so looking like you're four months pregnant when you're not, I give that a zero. Looking like you're four months pregnant when you are, I give that a 10. And that's what I'm looking forward to. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think that's reasonable. That sounds um, deeply like it's just like, why is everything about IVF and trying to get pregnant like every part of it is extremely triggering for someone who is not having a good easy time getting pregnant like mm-hmm. that's horrible like that's horrible that that's what it does it's
0: a cruel world. Yeah. it's a cruel world we had another review oh something else I want to leave behind in 2022 mm-hmm. is an expensive afternoon tea Okay, mm, well, mm. if your afternoon tea is costing you seventy five dollars a person, eighty dollars a person, ninety five dollars a person, which here in New York City, that's the mm-hmm. price. That's the yeah. price. I like to leave that behind. Okay, it's mm-hmm. always overrated. What I would mm-hmm. like to have more of in twenty twenty three is an affordable afternoon tea, which we have. We found one at Tea and mm-hmm. Symphony. We had a delicious afternoon tea together mm. with a fat slice of Victoria sponge cake. Delicious. A little like sticky toffee pudding version of a cupcake it was great. Oh, I love sticky toffee pudding. So good. And an orange slice, orange drizzle, perhaps. Because mm-hmm. it was like so, there was like a soak and scones and everything, little sandwiches, everything. It was just delightful. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for bringing afternoon tea to an affordable level.
1: Mm-hmm. That sounds wonderful. I'm definitely with you on that. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I've ever done a high tea thing I feel like I have but very rarely and maybe I want to embrace this as well I need to find a place that does it and for affordable prices
0: yeah dude and this place we went to was actually really cute it's like a whole British themed restaurant so all the people Mm -hmm. who work there have British accents which was very charming to
1: me um like they're putting it on or like it is staff British people
0: (laughs) it is they are British
1: oh i'm yeah. a little bit disip- like that's honestly like that's absolutely better but it would be extremely funny if it was just like a bunch of americans doing cockney ass acts
0: you know what if they're like aspiring actors you know like they're like doing broadway by off broadway by yeah. night doing this by day then mm-hmm. more power to them because they were doing a great British
1: accent. <laughs> uh, that's incredible i love that yeah um Okay, I have another one that's related more to the emotional intensity of the, of the world and of our current lives.
0: Wait, I love that. Wait, can I look at my cinnamon rolls? Hold on. Hold on. I don't, yes. don't want to interrupt
1: your story with the crinkle of the aluminum. Yes.
0: And we're back.
1: All right.
0: Wait, you were going to tell us a review and I'm excited to hear it.
1: All right, so well, something we're leaving behind in 2022, zero out of ten is fucking bad, trite internet poetry. I don't want to see it On Instagram, I don't want anyone reposting somebody's bad poem just because it has a fucking line drawing of a flower or a naked woman. I don't want to see that. It does not feed me. It does not represent me. It's try hard, bad bullshit. 10 out of 10 for intense poetry that makes me feel uncomfortable. That is what I'm embracing in 2023.
0: I love that. That's what I I want
1: everybody reposting. I want them all embracing weird stuff that makes you feel weird and that you don't really know what to do with. And maybe it could come with an illustration. I would accept that. But only if it makes you uncomfortable. (laughs) It has to make you uncomfortable. If it says the word sisterhood in it, I don't want it. (laughs) Okay? Is that misogyny, Fran? Yes. (laughs) No. No. It's fucking childish. Okay? I'm pro-sisterhood in general. But if it's a poem that's just like... Let me just, if I could just absolutely name someone. If okay. I could just shit on Rupee Cower for a second. Yeah. If is he something about sisterhood and, like, I yearn for sisters, blah, blah, blah. And then that's the entire poem. That's not a good poem. That's a trite phrase, actually. It's not good. It's not good.
0: I'm actually on the same page as you with that. And you know what I would like to see more of in 2023?
1: Mm-hmm. Poetry in motion.
0: Whoever fucking invented poetry in motion i love you you're a genius you're an artist at heart because listen poetry in motion is where they have little poems that are short but classic Mm -hmm. Mm. around the subway and bus areas so that you can just kind of sometimes see a poem and be like huh that's great but they're not this ruby coward shit they're like actual good poems
1: yes I love that snap a snap a pic sometime and send me one that sounds interesting I like that I will I've always loved poetry emotion, and it's great we need more of it Mm -hmm. yeah I'm definitely for that um yeah everybody read some weird poems this year please like just get in touch with like the really uncomfortable gross tangle of emotions that's in your body and read them I love that yeah I agree Mm -hmm.
0: That's I'm like to,
1: I'm like really desperately trying to remember the name of this poet that I love, who I feel like makes me uncomfortable sometimes, and has really great frank poems. She's like this great old lady. She's been writing poetry forever, and I can't fucking remember. Her Sharon Olds, really embarrassing. Yes, Sharon Olds. Thank I you. I love her. Didn't Sharon I introduce is so her? Good. Um, I don't. Re- I I don't think so. Maybe but I think that I to... I mentioned her to you at some point, being like, "Oh, I'm reading this," and you were like, "I know about this," and it's great. We separately came to Sharon olds, but yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's possible that you because I definitely heard about her from a podcast, and but it's possible you've mentioned her to me before, and I just didn't retain it.
0: Yeah, because we're um, talking like six years ago, seven years ago when I was reading this. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It was a while ago, but I don't remember when it was exactly. But yeah, she writes such good poetry, really good stuff about the body. Like also, like if we're talking, like I'm saying, like for for people if anyone anyone listening is really into bad trite instagram poetry um and you really like it because so much of it is like woman centered like i I understand that and that's sometimes like just read sharon olds instead like it's also about being a woman it's also about being a human it's also about bodies it's also and it's just like but it's like actually good and deep and interesting and powerful and like sometimes uncomfortable and weird um, and just actually speaks to a real human's experience versus like an aesthetic experience I'm having on Instagram
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait I gotta put my rolls in the oven
1: (laughs) Uh, did you just drop your phone while doing that yeah (laughs) i love that i love that and you know what i think that actually really represents something else i want to review which is zero out of 10 to being aesthetic in 2022 yeah out of 10 to embracing ugliness like i was saying i feel like our
0: instagram for the pod is like the anti-aesthetic
1: it deeply is i love when you said that i was like you're correct and (laughs) this is how it should be sorry everyone for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, this part is this part is definitely staying in and this is part of our anti-aesthetic this is part of embracing ugliness it's like we're not trying to have perfect audio okay sometimes we drop our phones sometimes we're sneezing sometimes we're doing something in the oven it's fine get over, fine. It. Get over we're here we're making ugly shit get over it oh yes mm-hmm. i love it Like, should we close on that or do we have other reviews we want to do?
0: I mean, that's a really good ending. Are there uh, there any other reviews I have? We watched Matilda, it was fine. (laughs) The old movie, because I do love that. The new one. The new one. Well, I stand by Matilda as a musical. Like, the songs are great. The live performance that I saw on Broadway was incredible, blew my mind. Mm -hmm. The movie version was okay. It was all mm. right. We did not finish it because we got
1: bored. <laughs> so it a was a movie. Long. It was a movie musical. This is not a thing I'm really aware of. Oh, it's on Netflix, dude. It's all over Netflix. Mm. I don't even know. how I opened Netflix. <laughs> Log on. I showed Sylvia a rhinoceros video today on YouTube. That's my most recent TV and culture consumption.
0: That's amazing.
1: She loved it. She was shocked. She was. I had to cut it short to record this podcast, and she. I took my phone away and she looked at me and I said, it's over for now. She looked furious and Uh banged her two little fists together and said, more, (laughs) more. And I said, later. And she gave me a lot of side eye.
0: Was she doing the more like the more baby sign?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you taught her that? Yeah, well, I would I would love to take credit as if I taught her that. My sister taught her that because my sister did more baby sign language with her babies. I had thought about doing it with Sylvia and then Steven was like, I don't feel like it. And I was like, well, I'm not doing this by myself. <laughs> so when my sister started babysitting, she taught her more and all done, which are truly like, it's so, those two have been so helpful. Like, I feel like that really covers a lot of what you need. Um, yeah. Because it's like it just prevents from like I hand her a thing and then she throws it because she doesn't want more. Being able to do more and all done or like don't like if you want to do baby sign language to everyone unsolicited advice I think that's awesome. If you don't want to do it, I recommend just learning those two signs. They're super easy and very helpful.
0: Yeah, dude, I actually saw a TikTok. Wait for it. <laughs> mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was it. Was a guy saying that if you're gonna teach your baby the two most important signs, he said were more like you said, and also milk, which I think he was using for, like, breastfeeding.
1: Mm-mm, yeah. I feel like at the time where I was breastfeeding Sylvia regularly, that was just sort of the assumptions, which she always wanted. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't bother. And she would just start fucking, you know, they just start rooting around, <laughs> grabbing at your titties. So it's nice. obvious. Nice. Something that Sylvia does. Okay. Because we're leaving breastfeeding in 2022. Zero. And, but one of the things that Sylvie does that's really cute and funny um, is sometimes lift up my shirt and just rest her cheek on my belly and want to just like, she just wants to like nestle into my chub for some reason. (laughs) That's so cute. Um, But it's a 10 out of 10. Very cute. Very, I don't really understand what that is it's like i feel like she's seeking the skin to skin contact that we used Aww. to do all the time i don't know what i don't know what that is but also, or maybe it's also just like my soft tummy that she wants to like rest her little head on a perfect pillow i don't know That's um very cute so 10 out of 10 to being your baby's pillow um 0 out of 10 to breastfeeding again leaving it behind.
0: <laughs> wait i saw you experimenting with toddler slash baby hairstyles do you want to review any
1: toddler hairstyles oh my god 10 out of 10 to any of them 10 out of 10 to any of them yeah okay well i'm just I'm gonna keep trying to frame things in a new year's style mm-hmm. <laughs> which is zero to never ever brushing sylvia's hair which was sort of our 2022 <laughs> way of dealing with things um 10 out of 10 to buying the leave-in conditioner detangler for kids love nice. that 10 out of 10 to buying a very soft brush. And 10 out of 10 to sometimes forcing Sylvia to sit in my lap and attempting to put her hair into tiny buns or two <laughs> tiny pigtails. I haven't actually done it like, you know, it's not like I'm doing pigtails like um, the traditional pigtail style. Um, think more Rey from Star Wars where they're more like in a line, like vertically down her head because <laughs> that's sort of the easy. I want to just like scoop her bangs up and then do one on the, the little back of her hair that gets all tangled. It somehow makes her look more like a baby. Like it makes her face look <laughs> chubbier. Um, which is obviously a huge hit in our household. Um, it's so cute. And uh, although, you know, I'm still rating a 10 out of 10 because I love it so much. Even though, honestly, the reality of it is more like a 6 out of 10. Because then she obsessively pulls it out. And then demands that I put it back in. And then pull it <laughs> out and put it back in. That's pretty annoying. Um, and also she doesn't really like when I'm pulling her hair. Uh, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. so it's a it's a it's a hit or miss kind of situation, but when it when it is successful and when it is in it's a 10 out of 10, it's so cute. Very very cute. What I saw was great. I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, looking forward to experimenting more with um, baby buns, baby ponytails, baby braids in this new year. But Sylvia, Sylvia was late to the hair game. I got to say everybody, she had basically three hairs for a really long time, like three bangs. Um, but now she's got a little fluffy sort of Bernie Sanders haircut um, <laughs> it's like kind of always wild it's all over the place it's really cute w- would you cut her hair like when you get to that
0: point do you think you're gonna give her a little haircut or are you gonna take her to the thing
1: oh I'll definitely try and cut her hair probably when it comes to that because I'm like you I had fucked up haircuts throughout my childhood you can have that too it's so for free fun. So fun. Um, but we'll see i can't imagine cutting her hair if i imagine cutting her hair it makes me sad and yeah i'll never do it and she's just gonna have crazy baby hair forever is the Perfect. Goal. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's great she's thank great. you i thank hope you. i see her in the new year yes no oh. we'll figure some time out to visit yeah we'll do it we'll do you're it. great
0: too i'd love to see you too
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's you know i i understand that the babies the babies are very motivating they are all right do we have anything else or should we end it there let's end it there i always want to like end with a song like they do on las cultureistas wouldn't it be great do you, do you have i would i would let you end with a song i would love that
0: um no I'm too embarrassed. (laughs) Okay.
1: I was immediately in my head. I'm like, okay, what's an ending song? And I was just about to break into closing time. But like, it's been a little played out, I guess, since it did come out in the 90s.
0: That's good. I was going to do what the world needs now is love. Sweet love. So just imagine that.
1: Imagine both those. Wait, let's start. Let's for we're just we're going to quickly do both of them at the same time. Okay, perfect. Okay, three, two, one. Closing time. One last cup for alcohol. Okay, That's great. (laughs) <laughs> that's our us embracing ugliness again for 2023 <laughs> everyone you're welcome we love you thank you for listening to the pod thank you for carrying us into the new year we love you you're all perfect tens yeah our beautiful reviewers emma you're my perfect 10 you're i'm perfect excited ten. to be entering the new year with this podcast happening because it's the best thing ever me too arrivederci <laughs> okay <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.